Hello, my friends. I have a good one for you today. This one is definitely in honor of the fact that it is podcast episode 43. Now, 43 probably doesn't mean anything to you. It would make more sense if I said that it was a big deal if it was a podcast episode 50 or 100 or 1,000. But if you were my daughter, Rachel, you would totally 100% understand the significance. And that is exactly what this podcast is about. What are the very small things in your life that to other people would have no meaning, but to you, they have huge significance and add a lot of meaning to your life? So I will start by explaining the meaning of 43. Rachel is my oldest daughter. I know that I am biased, but my kids are just the best. They are beautiful people, funny, kind, smart. I know that most parents just feel that same way about their kids, and I'm no different. I am just in awe at these grown-up people that my kids are. When you have a little baby, you don't realize that you're having a future adult who will just grow up and be totally on their own with their little adult life and just not need you in the way that they do when they're little. You know it in theory, but you don't know it until you see it happen. But anyway, when Rachel was little, she started seeing the number 43 everywhere, especially 743. And it started really because back when her dad and I divorced, she got the school bus from his house to go to school and she would watch the clock. She was the responsible one at the time, I would say, as her brother could be a prankster to his sisters and her younger sister is just really not such a morning person. Rachel was the one to make sure that everyone was up and ready and didn't miss the school bus. So 743 was the significant time that she was watching for to get the bus. Well, then she started seeing 43 everywhere on license plates, anywhere that she went and always said that anytime she looked at the clock, it happened to be on 43 minute of the hour. So she started texting me and her siblings when she saw that time, especially if it was 743. And that's all the text would say, just 743. And then me and her sister also would sometimes text her if we saw that on our watch or our phone. And it happened to be that time. We'd just send her a quick text that said 743. So the year that I turned 43, Rachel teased me all year, and I said, obviously, it's going to be a really special year for me. And Rachel responded that it would probably be the year that I would die. And that is Rachel's sense of humor, all right, in a nutshell. And though I did make it through that year alive, the 43 tradition still continues. And I was talking to my wife the other day about a relative of hers who had passed, her cousin Freddie. And the significant thing about him was that he had a name for everyone. Now, all of the names didn't make sense as far as 
how he came up with the name. He called Dina's grandmother Sophie, and her name was not Sophie. His mom was the squirrel. His wife was Bueller, and other people were called Sea Hag or Pep or the Scorp. Just random names that he came up with, and then he consistently used them so that everyone had a name. Now, when relatives think of Freddie, there are a lot of traits and memories that they think of, but they never ever do not include this detail about the names. It was small, but a hugely significant detail about him. And it became his calling card detail that's just so intricately woven into who he is that he can no longer be separated from it. So what are the little things in your life, the little things that have meaning just to you and maybe to another person or details about you or things that you do that are just woven into the fabric of who you are? When people talk about you, when you are not there or when they introduce you to someone else or when someone tries to describe you, what are the little things that just make you, you? What are the things that people will remember about you when you are gone? These could be inside jokes or running stories that continue and are built on or just consistent things that you do or say. There are a few things that these moments have in common and I want to point them out so that if you feel like this isn't you, or you don't have any or many of these things, they are something that you could go out and add to your life. And the reason that you might want to add them is because they are meaningful. They make meaningful moments and memories. They're little things that might even just take a second, but that add significance and humor and good feelings to your life. The first consistent thing about these small moments is just that. It is something consistent. You might see something funny when you are out and about in the world and maybe text a picture to your friend. And that is meaningful and it creates a nice moment that adds to your friend's day. But if it isn't something that you consistently do, then it isn't one of these moments that I am talking about. It's hard to remember years later that one day when you were out shopping and you sent someone a picture to make them laugh, it just gets lost in the details of life. But if, let's say, every time you go to the grocery store, you always send particular friend a picture of, let's say, vegetables in funny shapes that look like something else other than a vegetable. And you do this regularly now that it's something that your friend is going to remember. It might even be a running thing where you both send that to each other, kind of like we took up the 743 texts after Rachel started sending them to us. When I think of my friends, I can think of a lot of these little inside jokes that we have with each other. I have one friend that always sends her sister pictures and memes about squirrels. 
and another friend that sends one of our other friends any picture of dachshunds. And she always sends me videos of babies that are cracking up and belly laughing because she knows that I absolutely love that more than anything. And now when I think of that friend, it's one of the things that I think about about her. And when I think about babies belly laughing, I also always think of this friend. My friend and babies laughing are now just linked in my mind together. So the first characteristic is that consistency. It's something that you do regularly. The second is that there is some kind of humor or good feeling attached to it. Your intention is sending a picture or a video or calling someone by a special name that you made up for them. Your intention is either to make them laugh or to make them smile or feel good in some way. There's a positive intent at the heart of this. Now, can you call someone a special name that you made up for them that is not intended to make them feel good? Of course you can, but that's just called bullying or being mean. That is not about creating special moments or memories that are positive. That would be about using your power to make someone else's day worse. And that's definitely not what we're talking about here. We are talking about using your power for good. So a lot of times the intent might be to be funny. But it might just also be something that you do that is nice, that is intended to make someone smile and so that they know that at that moment you are thinking about them. Not everyone is funny and you really don't have to be. So if you just aren't a funny person, I'm not trying to stress you out and say that you have to be funny and have these inside jokes that you share. Just the text of a certain object or picture of someone that makes you think of them in a text that says, every time I see a yellow flower, it makes me think of you from that time about the yellow flowers. It lets them know that they are significant enough to you to enter your brain at random times and that you think of them. And that brings me to the next characteristic. There is meaning attached. It makes someone feel good that you are thinking of them. Yes, there also has to be some meaning involved. It's okay if the original meaning has gotten diluted over time or kind of forgotten over time. But if there is no meaning or significance at all, then it would just seem weird. Honestly, if you started sending that picture of the yellow flowers to someone every time you saw yellow flowers, but you never explained why yellow flowers made you think of that friend, then every time that they got that picture of yellow flowers, they're going to immediately bring up that question in their mind of why yellow flowers before it brings up that good feeling that my friend is thinking of me. Now, eventually the good feeling might take over and they give up a bit on trying to figure out the mystery of the significance of the yellow flowers, but it might still always be there a bit. 
and might actually be something that could be annoying. You certainly don't want to be putting forth effort to bring a smile to someone's day just to have their reaction be more like, why yellow flowers? I never said that I liked yellow flowers. I never gave her yellow flowers. I just don't understand why she sends me pictures of yellow flowers or why it makes her think of me. Our brains love to make sense of things and an explanation can put that question to rest. So in the case of Freddie calling other people random names, I know that there was an explanation of how he picked each name, even if it was only the explanation of, you just look like a Sophie to me. Maybe it's not a very thorough line of reasoning, but an explanation nonetheless. The last characteristic would be that these small moments or efforts result in building connection between two people. We talked about positive intent, the intent to brighten someone's day. And this one is also about the intent to build a little connection or an invisible thread between you and someone else. It ties you together, even if it's only in that one way. You could have a friend that you haven't seen in years and years. But every time you see something or think of something, you take this little action to connect with that person. There's a giving and a receiving. And even if the gesture is not returned by that person, it still must be received in order to build that connection. If it's one-sided, then it does build your sense of connection with that person in your mind. So in essence, you are building that relationship in terms of how you think of that person. You just wouldn't be building the relationship for that other person. I guess that might apply if every time you thought of someone, you wrote them a letter and mailed it, knowing that they don't live there anymore and they'll never, ever receive it. But you do that for yourself. I am going to wrap this up by going back over those characteristics so that if you want to add more small but significant moments into your life, you have a little checklist to go. And I want to say first that you might add these into your life by building connections between you and other people in your life. That is not the only option here. You might build in a lot of these moments just for your own connection with yourself. Or you might even be building a connection between yourself and someone who has passed. An example of the connection with yourself might be high-fiving your reflection every time you see yourself in a mirror, saying, hey there, beautiful, to yourself. A connection to someone who has passed might be in just acknowledging that person when you think of them. Every time that I see a big, huge flock of birds, I say hi to my dad. And that's because on the day of his funeral, there was this massive flock of birds that flew over us 
of the cemetery. And then again, in that same place when we visited there. Now I will forever always feel like he is with me or letting me know that he is with me when I see that. So the first characteristic is consistency, something that you do regularly. There is symbol or a reminder, and then this little action takes place. The second is the intent to make someone laugh or smile. You have positive intent and quite possibly some humor. The next is that there is some kind of meaning behind it. Even if that part of it is small, there's some kind of story about how it started. And then finally, that it builds some connection for you or between you and someone else or with yourself. And that's it. Some people are really good at this. My wife is one of those people. She can take a small joke or moment and then just run with it forever. I'm sure you know someone like this in your life too. And I know that you can think of examples of these moments in your life, even if you don't have an overabundance of them. But the great thing about this is that they are very easy to add. You just have to keep your eyes peeled for the opportunities to find those moments of meaning that you can build on. Look for the beginning story and then just build on those moments. Strengthen those invisible threads between you and others. And it gives you the opportunity to brighten someone else's day and your own. Have a great week, my friends, and happy connecting.